Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Troy Dooley here with RealMentorsRadio.com, and it has been just a beautiful weekend. Spring break started here on the island, so our kids went off with the youth group to go camping. Paige and I got a little bit of downtime with just the babies yesterday out to the pool, and today her sister comes into town. But more exciting than that, I am starting one of my good friends and mentors, Darren Falter's book, How to Select a Network Marketing Company, Six Keys to Strategizing, Comparing, and Selecting a Million-Dollar Home-Based Business. Here's a, a few things that as we go through this book. I, these chapters are so intensive with information that there is no way under the sun in a 30-minute radio show, even without official hard breaks, that I am going to be able to do the justice that this book does. You need to go to networkmarketingbook.com. You need to buy a copy of Darren's book. Notice that's not an affiliate link. No, I'm not getting paid per copy or anything like that. Okay, this is just some powerful information that you need. And there's there's all kinds of stuff on that website that you can get besides just the book. But it's it's the, one of the most powerful books I've ever read. It's it's not a self-promotion. It's nothing that's that's going to be out there, you know, where Darren's going to try to rape you and try to take all your money. It's none of that. I want you to hear what some people have said. Here's... The the wonderful Doris Wood, who co-founded the MLMIA, I've known Darren for many years, even before he began serving on our board. Darren is, has always, I've always valued his opinion and consider him a true leader. Lynn Clements, one of my dear friends. Darren and I see eye to eye on many issues related to network marketing companies. I recommend every aspiring leader read this book. Dr. Keith Lagos, another partner of mine and mentor. Darren Falter brings several perspectives from different facets of direct sales to bear in his new book. These perspectives offer in-depth insight into one of the most important decisions you'll ever make in direct sales. Here's Rod Nichols. Rod is a pastor, one of the few men I know never takes a check from his church because his network marketing business thrives. He says how to select a network marketing company is the best tool available for determining if you are with a good company and picking the right one. Robert Butwin, somebody that I've known for years. He's one of the most intelligent and successful network marketers I've ever met. Darren has demonstrated consistent wisdom and judgment in guiding independent distributors and selecting a solid network marketing business. Darren, the reason I'm sharing those with you is because Darren is a master at explaining and and getting to you to be able to understand how to pick the right company if you haven't picked the right company. Or if you're like he was or, or me or anybody else, if you've gone through more companies than you can shake a stick at, I think the six keys that Darren will share in this book are going to help you out. I'm going to do something a little different with this one. We're, we're going to be starting today over on our, our blogs. MLM Help Desk uh, is probably where we're going to put this up at. You're going to be able to go over there. And you're going to be able to start and see a new series by Daring that we're putting together just on compensation plans alone, just so that you can see and learn what it is that each compensation plan brings to the table. I I believe that this will help everyone understand more. So let's get into this. Zero to Hero, Chapter 1. 
I want to I want to preface this just a little bit and let you know Darren is not one of these guys that always had success. It wasn't until his seventh company that he was able to hit it in all eight cylinders and drive this thing to where now he's become a company owner. He starts this chapter off. He says, Father knows best. He says, it's funny. My father was and still is an armchair entrepreneur, and to my mother's vexation has been affiliated with more home-based business opportunities than you can shake a pro... (laughs) Then you can shake a protein shake at. I think with, with the weight loss crave that's out there, I think we all can understand that one. He said, while growing up, my brothers and sisters would fight with each other over whose privilege it was to check the mail. Every week it was like Christmas with the Falter household because we always were receiving mysterious new packages filled with miscellaneous merchandise, everything from nutritional food tabs to mini trampolines to waterless car sprays. I thoroughly understand where Darren's coming from. My kids, especially Jetty, my nine-year-old, loves when the mail truck pulls up, when the UPS pulls up, when FedEx pulls up, because I review so many companies, we're constantly getting products in, constantly getting books to read. He loves it. He said, Dad, if this is what home-based business is about, I'm in. I love getting presents all the time. He just has a blast. You know, my my three-year-old granddaughters love it because they get to play in the boxes when they show up. So I understand where Darren was coming from. But the funny thing is, it wasn't Darren's family that allowed him to catch the bug. It was after he went off to college, a perfect stranger shared with him, and then he got it. See, sometimes it's not those closest to us that will get us hooked on it. My oldest son, Josh, is, loves the. Uh, my oldest, my oldest son, Josh, loves to be able to be in network marketing. It's just something he likes. He found a company that's in the technology arena, and that, and that he's a technology kid, so he loved it. Dalton. He looked at network marketing. There's a couple of companies that he liked, but he said, you know what? I, I'm really, Dad, more into the affiliate marketing on the Internet. I want to I go out and build the, the blog network. So he's kind of taken the, the lead in, in building out our network. JT, my middle boy, he's, he's not really taken to sales of any kind. You know, He loves working with people, but he's more of a servant, more of, a, of an advocate type person like his dad. So he ended up we're building a career in food service and, and now over at Walmart and just loves being able to help people find and, and locate things that they want. Every one of my kids are different. My girls don't want nothing to do with network marketing except the products. They love getting the products. So everybody's going to be different. Will the kids change as they grow older? Maybe. They may love it. They may decide to get into it. Don't know. But it's probably going to be somebody outside the family. So what was the hook? What got Darren in? He says, I became officially involved in network marketing during my first year of college. While enjoying a delicious plate of chicken cordon bleu at my dormitory cafeteria, yuck, I I received a compelling sales pitch from a fellow student. He invited me to a product and business opportunity presentation and even offered to arrange to pick me up. Great. See, that's how we used to do it all the time. Hey, I'll come over and pick you up. That way you always knew they'd feel obligated and they'd show up at the meeting with you. 
But here's what happened. There were a few things that he liked. One of them was the guy in the, in the room had what they called a brick phone. It was what I called a bag phone. We all wanted it. It was cool. It was a symbol of, of being cool. But as he sat there and he started listening to the presentation, all of a sudden it, it, it started getting to him. He said, you know what? I can make this happy. I can make this work. This thing could kick. I think I can do this. And all of a sudden, he was hooked in. And the thing was, he was very open to being able to make more money. When you're going to college, even if you're on a scholarship of some kind, you want to be able to make more money. In Darren's case, he was volunteering a boatload of hours with his church. He was working for minimum wage. He still didn't have all the all the money it needed to pay for everything. And most of the time, people are going to get hooked into network marketing, first and foremost, because they have a financial need at home. It's not because they want to become rich. I'm going to tell you that right now. One of the things that really just pisses me off more than anything is all the, the hype about lifestyle. You can have the Lamborghini, the Ferrari, the big fancy Mercedes – all that is cool, guys. I'm not knocking that. But statistic already shows the majority of people that are in network marketing are females. They're not males. Women want security, financial security, not financial hype. They're looking for part-time opportunity because there's not enough money. They're scared to death of what happens if their husband gets downsized. So you need to focus on that. Men are looking to give the women that they love that security, so they're work, looking for a way to make an extra income. Do they get a little bit giddy when you tell them, hey, you might be able to get a new car? Absolutely. But that's not going to make mama happy. And if you're out there building a network marketing company, you better make sure that mama's happy through the man that you might be talking to if you're not talking to both of them. That's the key. Now, here's what I want you to, to get. I want you to get Darren's real story, not his college story. I want you to think back maybe 14, 15 years ago when he first wrote this book. I want you to picture a young couple just getting started. Right off the bat, about a year and a half into the marriage, they're excited, the romance is going on, and bam, the good Lord blesses them with twin daughters. They were struggling, as most young couples do, working a couple jobs, trying to make it happen, but they both grew up kind of like I did, in a conservative, middle-class, Christian home. Really, the American story of, of dad goes out and busts his butt outside the house, mama busts her butt inside the house, and that's the way it was. Well, Darren and his lovely wife wanted that. It wasn't that she didn't mind working. She just would rather work at the house and take care of the kids and manage the household and do all those things. And Darren kind of liked that idea. They were struggling. And he finally came to the conclusion. Here's what he writes. Although many of the individuals we worked with were fantastic people with incredible family values and meaningful lives, most of them were working on a second or third marriage, complaining about delinquent children, suffering horrible health problems, and experiencing financial meltdown. Most of them would accomplish little at work while complaining about their work conditions and taking a free ride on the taxpayer's dollar. They're talking about government employees because that's where they'd been ended up working. 
That's 14 years ago. Think about that. Does that not sound like a lot of your friends today? Darren and his wife were terrified at the prospects of being employees for the rest of our lives. We knew something had to change. And see, he he knew more than anything that something had to change. The boiling point, it came when he realized how much they were spending on daycare, and then suddenly we were expecting our third child. Now, we absolutely planned for and eagerly anticipated the birth of our third child, Darren writes. But at the time, our twin daughters were our twin daughters were starting to do what all little girls do: crawl and talk and do all these things. Dropping off and picking up our girls from daycare was a daily reminder that we had missed their precious first steps, the first words that every parent cherishes. We'd miss comforting them when they'd gotten hurt and caring for them as only parents can. And now we were starting to imagine putting a third child into daycare, and we couldn't figure out how we were going to squeeze out any money at the end of the month. See, this is what happens most of the time. You don't have a place to go in your career. Switching careers or switching jobs, you're going to have to start at the bottom again. There comes a time when you say enough is enough. Darren says something just snapped and I changed. I suddenly took full responsibility for getting my family into a better situation and fast. I'd already been dabbling in the home-based business for several years with sketchy results, but this time it was different. I knew it was now sink or swim. Now, if I just stopped right there, you'd get the word picture. Oh, Darren Falter just knows what he's doing. He made that commitment. He drew a line in the sand, and bam, here he is today, company owner, multimillionaire. Didn't happen that way. Matter of fact, the first thing he did was totally outside of the norm. You talk about a man. If you guys have ever listened to our series on Leadership Challenge, you know what I'm about to say. But when you think outside the box, when you go against the status quo, everybody wants to tell you why you're wrong. And here's what Darren did. I dropped out of college. I just didn't have time to pursue school and my new business commitment at the same time. Darren made a choice. And I guarantee you, first of all, knowing his family, knowing the community that he comes from, knowing what his, his, his church background is, you don't just drop out of college. You know, he, he wasn't Michael Dell, wasn't Bill Gates. This is Darren Falter. I mean... You just don't do that. But Darren had made a commitment. And he said, this is what I have to do. Not this is what I want to do. This is what I should do. This is what I could do. This is what I must do. I knew that if I wanted to be successful in my business, I had to start burning my ships and maybe even a few bridges. I remember people telling me, even if you think you want to build a business instead of finishing a degree, you should get your degree so you have something to fall back on. Now, I don't know how many times I hear that crap. And Darren's a lot like me, or I guess I should sound a lot like Darren. If I'd have gone to school and gotten my degree, I would never have become what I am today. But whether that's good or bad in your eyes, I would not have become what I am today. I remember picking up the phone one day. I was getting ready to to go to the 
actually I was going to the recruiter station to to get finished up in my my input and get on the plane and go to San Diego. And I called my friend and said, dude, I joined the Marine Corps. And he said, you're not going to college? I said, no. He said, if you don't go to college, you ain't crap. He used a different word. My mama told me that. That's the difference between him and me. I made a choice like Darren did. I just went a little different direction than Darren did early on. Here's the funny thing. A few years out of the Marine Corps, bail bond company's going good, bounty hunting's going good. My friend who got his college degree and finally got his, his CPA, passed the bar or whatever they call it, calls me up not happy with his career choice, not happy with his family life. And you got to follow your dreams. you got to burn some bridges every now and then. you got to make things happen. you got to draw the line in the sand. That's what Darren did. Made an agreement. Said, this was a challenge. He said, now let me introduce you to my next challenge, the network marketing stigma. Most people have been approached by various home-based business ideas and opportunities over the years, and they either love them or hate them. Now, I'm going to stop right here because this is something that, that I have noticed in all of my studies. There's a stigma in network marketing in the baby boomer, some of the Generation X demographic. The builders, the foundation, those that served in World War II, they don't have any, anything Negative about network marketing. They grew up with door-to-door salesmen, with peddlers coming into town, the vacuum cleaner salesmen. You know, nowadays we look at who's coming to our door, and it freaks us out. Because Sorry about that. Drop the phone. We think that they're with Jehovah's Witness, or or they're with the Mormon Church, or they're with the Baptist Church, or. There's somebody that wants to change our lives. We freak out. We don't want to answer the door. But in the old days, it wasn't like that. In the old days, it wasn't just these people that really want to make sure that we we know about what's happening. But there were some great guys and gals that came. The Avon lady came to the door. Now our Avon lady's so embarrassed, she hangs something on the mailbox. The encyclopedia guy came knocking on the door. Nowadays, we don't even have an encyclopedia. Matter of fact, Britannica is shutting their doors. It's kind of sad. It's really sad when you think about it. It shouldn't be that way whatsoever. So the question we've got to ask is, why is it that way? Why do we go through that? We shouldn't have to go through it, but we do. But here he is wondering, man, how do I get over the stigma? It was interesting as he wrote. Here's something he wrote, and I thought this was powerful. He says, soon it became very clear. I love this. He says, soon became Became, or she, or his wife soon became very disillusioned as I proceeded to max out our credit cards with the business supplies and product inventory. Have you ever heard that? Now not only is there a stigma, but here's the other issue. Now the wife's in an irritable mood. And when that happens, we've all got problems, huge problems. 
So finally, they faced the problem. Listen to this. First, it was clear that I didn't know how to pick a company. He'd already gone through six companies in this short period of time. Spending the money, product in the garage, nothing's taken place, a little bit of success, nothing major. He said, first, I have to figure out how to pick the best company. Second, I didn't know the most effective and efficient ways to manage and build my business. And finally, I didn't personally know anyone who was enjoying tremendous success who was willing to mentor and teach me the true principles of the business. That happens all the time, and you want to know why it happens? Plain and simple. It's the easiest thing for me to talk about. Because the reason that it happens is because everybody wants to go out and recruit everybody, and nobody wants to take time to actually become a student of the business. That's why Darren wrote this book, How to Select a Network Marketing Company, Six Keys to Scrutinizing, Comparing, and Selecting a Million-Dollar Business. But here's what happened. His, his wife, who loves him dearly, had finally had enough. And Darren writes this. He says, that's about the time my wife and I had the talk. My wife has always been supportive of me, and she really did believe that I could do anything I committed to, but she finally put her foot down and developed some ground rules, ground rules that I call the ultimatum. She said, honey, I'm going to support you in your attempt to build a home-based business for us under the following conditions. First, this is your last chance. Number seven had better be your lucky number because I can't keep going through this. So choose well, Skywalker. Second, we're flat broke, so you're going to have some very little money to invest. You're going to need to keep the spending under control and get the cash flow rolling fast. Comprende? Third, I thought the idea of a home-based business was that you worked from home not that your files were at home, your family was at home, your computer was at home, but you were never home. <laughs> that makes sense. I'd like you to work from home as much as possible. No more leaving the house several nights a week to meet with customers and distributors. And finally, I don't want you to take this personally, but I don't want to be involved in any way. This is your business, so go build it. You want to know what Darren says? I love it when she talks sexy. I think that's one of the things that attracted me to her. Theron's got one of the wittiest sense of humors I've ever seen. But his wife putting down the gauntlet and saying this is the way it is pushed him forward. But he knew he had to figure out what it was that he had to do, and that's where he went out to learn three things. Number one, find the best network marketing company, the best system, with that company and a mentor who was already successful, who was willing to help me duplicate his or her success. That's what Darren did. He broke through the hype, the propaganda, the crap that's out there. There's not a company in the world, network marketing or otherwise, that's going to tell you they don't have the best products the best comp plan, the best leadership. It's up to you to do the due diligence to find it. That's why we have MLM Help Desk. That's why we have the Network Marketing Advocates. That's why we put together associations like the MLMIA, the DSA, the, the Association of Network Marketing Professionals. That's why Darren writes books. That's why I do radio shows. There's enough information to help you make an informed 
decision. The only way you're going to do it is to do the due diligence and stop all the crap. What you got to do is your homework. It may take you six months, nine months, or a year. I had a guy on a radio show one day, a critic, say, you expect me to take six months to do due diligence on a company? Yep. Well, if I did that, then I'd never get a home-based business. No, you'd probably find the right home-based business for you. You've got to do your research, your evaluation. If it's a product-driven company, you need to know the ingredients in the product. You need to understand the, the, the passion behind why the product was created. You need to do due diligence on the company owners. I had a guy one day go on our radio show. I got off the radio show, and, and Jimmy and I were talking. I said, why do we have him on? He said, man, he just launched this new company. I said, yeah, because he went to prison and, and lost his first company. Do the due diligence. It's the only way you're going to make it happen. If you don't, then you're going to cry later. I'm going to guarantee it. See, if you select the right company, you could work hard for a few years and generate income for the rest of your life. I retired in 2009. I still receive an income of over $1,300 a month from the company I retired from. They're totally out of network marketing. They don't do any network marketing at all. But I make over $12,000 a year from that company just off the services that I happen to have marketed and sold and the, and the and the all the subscriptions at that time. You may say, well, Troy, that's not a lot of money. It's probably more than what you're making. Think about that. See, the average distributor is part-time in this business, and the average part-time distributor makes less than $250 a month. And I make over $1,300 a month in a company that I'm no longer building. Think about that. That's good residual income. That check's held steady for two years. See, that's what network marketing's about. It's about finding the right company, taking responsibility for your actions. It's not about going full-time right out of the gate. Anybody that tells you, come on in with us, go full-time. No, you want to know what... Now, I don't know if Darren gets into this in the book. I'm not going to go forward and tell you. But I'm going to tell you what the criteria is for me and what I teach people all the time. You don't go full-time until you've got at least six months in reserve in the bank of your of your average income right now. Whatever your full-time income is at your real job, until you've got six months of that in the bank to fall back on, you don't go full-time. The second criteria that I use is you don't go full-time in network marketing until your residual income, not your bonuses, not your doggone uh, quick start pays, but until your residual income is between five and $6,000 a month, you don't go full-time. And I have people that just think I'm nuts for saying that. But I can guarantee you, if your residual income from the money you make off the sale of the products or services is steady at five or $6,000 a month every month, month in and month out for 90 days to six months, it's time you go full-time. You've built a team. You're sustaining yourself. It's time you go out there and be the leader that you can be, and you take it to the next level. Tomorrow, Chapter 2 of Darren Falter's great book, How to Select 
a network marketing company, six keys to scrutinizing, comparing, and selecting a million-dollar home-based business, the quest for truth. It's going to be fun. Check out a little later this afternoon, MLM Help Desk. We'll be putting brand-new articles up and videos. Darren Falter explaining the different compensation plans you can find in network marketing. Live life like it's an epic adventure, and remember this, you are network marketing, so act like it. We'll see you tomorrow right here on realmentorsradio.com.